0: Hey everyone, this is Emmanuel. Thank you so much for downloading this week's episode of Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. I just wanted to tell you about this week's episode. It's not brand new. In fact, it's pretty darn old, but it hasn't been released on our public feed yet. This is a Patreon-exclusive episode from October of 2020. Do you remember that year? Gosh, that, this is a pre-Halloween 2020 episode from our Patreon feed, so there isn't a lot of new Marvel stuff coming out. There is a trailer premiering later today, I believe. Uh, this is a plug for the NFL, I guess, but it's premiering during the Monday night wildcard football game on ESPN. Oh, why are we talking about football uh, everyone's gonna watch it anyways but anyways so we'll be back next week to talk about that moon night trailer as well as moon night when it does release and it's looking like it's sometime in march so we've still got weeks to go before then So we decided to unlock something from our Patreon feed. This is a really fun episode because John, Andrew, and myself, first of all, are just getting used to recording remotely. Because at the time, we had already recorded a ton of in-person pods. And um, they were just releasing during the start of the COVID pandemic. And boy, howdy, we're still in it now. But we talk about... Dead Day. So this is after Endgame came out. There's a little bit of a break, a break that actually ended up being a lot longer than we had expected. So we talked about some non-MCO movies, those all released on the public feed as well. But we also decided to go into the source material. So this is a really fun episode because we talk about Dead Days um, and some Marvel zombies stuff, and as we know, in the film, or the film—it's not a film—in the TV show, What If, there's a lot of Marvel zombie stuff to really enjoy there. Specifically, MCU Marvel zombies, and this is uh, this is going to be a fun conversation that you'll be listening to. It's John Andrew and myself. It's a little bit dated. In fact, it's two years dated. So you may hear us make jokes about stuff that are long over. Or we'll talk about Avengers Endgame a little bit, I'm sure. And at this point, it had just come out. But we're really excited to release this. And uh, if you want to go to patreon.com slash delphinpod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D, you can support the pod and listen to other shows like this. Really, we release two new episodes there every single week. Sometimes it's exclusive. So sometimes... We don't release it on the public feed. There's even video podcasts there where we talk about movie trivia and our favorite movies of the year, what we're looking forward to in 2022. So there's a lot of stuff there. Whether you like Marvel or movies or anything else, it's on patreon.com slash dolphin pod. But we will see you next week with a brand new episode where we'll talk about that Moon Knight trailer. But until then, strap into your seats, grab some... Uh, grab how do you kill zombies you you, you, there it's their head right there's no like werewolves have the silver bullets and vampires have the wooden stakes and garlic but zombies it's just their head so grab something that can bash a zombie's head in oh boy here's our episode thanks so much Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic (laughs) Universe. It's fine. I'm going to keep going. All things Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I was about to say all things Marvel Cinematic University, which isn't a real college, but all things Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we've been talking about some non-MCU things. And we are kicking off our spooky month, October, with some comic books we read marvel zombies and we're going to talk about that now i'm emmanuel and returning to the marvel podcast from quarantine via zoom are our two co-hosts it's john and andrew hey boys hey
1: we are back and also we're talking about marvel zombies dead days so it's funny yeah now you said non-mcu stuff so non-cu things in general in this part
0: Oh, what a mess. I I feel like it's been so long since we've all been together on a Marvel podcast. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you both. And I guess John, you can go first. This is the first year since 2009 that no MCU movies are releasing in theaters. Kind of odd, but also fitting because we had a nice conclusion to the last phase, but how do you feel about no MCU movies this year?
1: I think it's atrocious. No, I'm just saying no. Um, (laughs) I, I mean, I think I would feel, like, worse if it was, like, if things were actually coming out Um, because of the sad, of the sad situation that everyone's kind of going through. um, I, I applaud this I mean, I know they're not doing it because, for the goodness of their heart, they're not doing it because they won't make any money. But, like, actually, n- no MCU things this year is kind of, yeah, you're right. It's kind of weird. It's it's uh, It feels weird to not talk about anything um big screen Marvely because, you know, uh, you know, save for the new mutants, which we talked about actually too. But <clears throat> as far as like official MCU things, it it is very odd because we've gotten like a movie like every year since 2010 or something. Like, you know, it's it's kind of it's insane.
0: It became kind of a tradition to go to the movies or at least look forward to some Marvel thing or wait after the credits to see if we get a small hint of that next movie. Or something, or Thanos. Um, but Andrew, how do you feel? I know that there's Disney Plus stuff happening, but how do you feel about the, just the MCU and this break?
2: Um, well, I think John is right that they, if they could have released something, they would have because Black Widow was supposed to come out this year, so it was definitely not their choice uh, on uh, not releasing something. But um, I, I think we're still going to get stuff. Like people say, you know, no, no MCU stuff. But I, I still count uh, Scarlet, uh, Wonder Vision. I still count that as MCU. So I think that's uh, total BS. We're, we are going to get some MCU um, stuff soon. Um, it, they confirmed it to um, debut this year, uh, even in light of all the COVID stuff, which is really genius because for the, for those of you who have seen that, uh, that behind the scenes Mandalorian show, um, the volume is just like the next, like it's, that's the future, man. Like uh, you can, you build it once and it's super expensive that one time, but the rest of the times you can just film whenever you want with whoever you want. But anyway, um, I do um, think it's good for us this break because we get that that little tolerance break, that little tea break, dog. Oh because, yeah, uh, yeah. I think we're we're really accustomed to. Um, we're just kind of spoiled on it, and I think that's part of storytelling is them making you wait for it and j- just you know um, keeping us on the literally literal edge of our seat. But um, yeah, I think uh, again, I think it's it's good because when it comes back, we're gonna like it that much more. I think right now, again, it's pretty normalized, and we think that you know it's gonna be formulaic or you, you know it's gonna be the same old, same old. And now we'll welcome that uh, when it does come out.
0: Yeah, and I feel like everyone you brought you brought up a really good point. There is still gonna be MCU stuff because of Disney Plus, and it seems fortuitous. Fortuitous. And oh shit, I don't know if I'm talking good tonight. But it seems like a lot of foresight in the part of Disney. They have a streaming streaming service before <laughs> quarantine. I'm not drunk, I promise people who are listening. I'm not slurring my words. Um, but yeah, it feels like Disney was ahead of the ball game because there are going to be people who don't want to go to the movie theaters, but it doesn't mean you're not going to get new MCU stuff because yeah. A lot of that stuff is going to be coming soon to a TV near you. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's spooky season. It's October fest. Um, and we're going to be talking about some horror things. You we were thinking about what are some horror themed Marvel topics that we can and talk about. We already talked about blade. We watched new mutants. Watch the we ghost rider, ghost rider, <laughs> the scariest movies in the world possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we fell back on a comic book series that had its run, I don't know when. I don't know if, John or and you can give us some context on this. But we're talking about oh, Marvel zombies. The zombie king himself, Kirkman.
1: Robert Kirkman. Robert
0: Kirkman. Robert Kirkman it, he did... Uh, the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, he did The Walking Dead and pays a lot of homage to George Romero in all of the things that he's done so far. He he had a pass at writing some comic books for Marvel, and it did not disappoint. This is some really insane hypotheticals and scenarios we see our our favorite characters in. Andrew, what tell us about um, before we talk about dead days? Tell us a little bit about uh, Marvel Zombies.
2: Um, so man, I, I credit this specific series because I mean I'm not um I'm not like obviously like Golden Age or uh, uh, young or even silver age really i'm talking about the ages in comic books where uh, the golden age you know was obviously <laughs> when yeah i saw man you're giving me some weird looks but that, that's Wait, what how I mean. old
0: i was like how old is andrew he was getting comics for 10 cents well and yeah yeah and so that's why i think this specific
2: series is one of the series that got me into comic books as a kid um or not i mean uh, younger you know um this one and uh, world war hulk and so um, Marvel Zombies is basically, you know, an elseworlds universe uh in which a plague of zombies uh, overtakes the Marvel universe and they're totally not prepared for it. Um something like this which I I was talking to John earlier and I was like, man, it's kind of like like COVID a little bit where like, you think that like this big great nation, like the United States would have this plan or contingency for something like this. And then we kind of just got blindsided by it. That's kind of the way I, I I say that this universe is with zombies, basically just totally unprepared for a threat like this. And th- so they immediately get uh, overtook. And uh, so we get to see our favorite heroes and villains um, as zombies, but, you know, obviously you know, crazy superhuman uh, mutant zombies, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I, I think that there's something scary about humans being zombies, but the idea that people beyond your power and capability can also <laughs> get that. Yeah. Uh, thing is. Yeah. Is it's exciting. Pretty
1: scary. Um, I found out that Marvel zombies was written in Oh five, started in Oh five. And then went on to Oh six dead days is actually a prequel. Um, which was written, I think, a year later in 2007, kind of just to fill in some backstory there um, for, you know, for the people who wanted to know what Marvel Zombies was. Um, the actual Marvel Zombies themselves were created by Mark Millar in the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Ultimate Fantastic Four comic books. Um, <clears throat> so, like, that was um, that was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, it's like what Drew said. Um I think this was that we read these books shortly after they were released cuz you know I think it was kind of cool we were still re, we, I mean we were really into zombies at that at that you know probably around 2005 um so you know the fact that like you know you get a comic book series with Wolverine and we knew X-Men and Spider-Man at the time you know and we knew like so more or less of these other characters too um you know but you get like you know it's crazy to see these horrific splash pages of, like, you know, of Captain America.
0: Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that's my dog. It's, it's not your stomach. In the room. No, my dog is rolling around in here. It
1: sounds like he has the hunger from Marvel Zombies and their
0: stomach is rumbling. <laughs> he's, he's got a sickness for, for, for the thickness.
1: A... Oh, okay, <laughs> there cool. we go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's crazy to open up this book and uh, see... Like, you know, like Captain America eating or Col- Colonel America, excuse me, in this universe, you know, biting off a person's head or or hearing like very hopeless dialogue from Storm saying that the Professor Xavier was ripped to shreds, you know, just moments before they started fighting other zombies and seeing like, you know, Nova uh, lose his mind, you know, literally go, you know, go insane from the hopelessness of the situation. It's a very depressing comic and it kind of is very Robert Kirkman-esque. Because if you know if anyone's familiar with The Walking Dead, you know the tone is kind of similar, minus the uh, tights and the uh, and the you know and the super superhero aspect of the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I, well let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about Dead Days. Dead Days I feel like is a very easy read, especially if you love comic books. It's not necessary it's not like a graphic novel or anything. It's basically just some insane vignettes of of a zombie apocalypse happening
1: yeah, it's a one shot, which is uh what drew I think drew you should explain the one shot aspect oh, by the way, a uh, small little tangent, this is the first ever comic we're um kinda doing on anything of our podcast related, which is pretty cool. um, you know, we had a colleague who did nothing but comic podcasts, and I think this is pretty cool that we we're doing this uh you know we're doing this on the Marvel pod, which is pretty I wonder how people are gonna take to this because you know this isn't a movie but whatever. We'll talk about later about some movie
0: possibilities maybe, but um, yeah, Andrew.
1: Well, and even if you don't, aren't
2: necessarily into comics, uh, you're kind of are because I mean, like they they have that what if uh, Marvel series coming out and this is totally an episode is Marvel zombies. Wow. We're basically, oh it's yeah, I think the winter soldier fights off the Marvel zombies in that what if. Um, story. But um, that's exactly what this is. And I mean, how Marvel started is a bunch of what-if stories. What if a kid got bit by a radioactive spider? What if, you know, this and that. And so, you know, these are where your movies are pulling from uh, basically, for sure. And they do a pretty good job at staying true about, uh, to the source material. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I, again, I think that it uh, hopefully helps and, and it lines you uh, before you get to see the actual real deal.
0: I'm excited. Because this is this is definitely all of the traits and characteristics of the of the, the the heroes that we know. There's Colonel America does something in this that I feel like is very Carol, Captain America-ish. You know, everyone has those still those same traits. Um, but, you know, they're zombies, <laughs> which is insane. Uh, well, Andrew, tell us what a one shot is because it's not like 1917 one shot. This is a comic book one shot. Um, what does that mean? Um, basically, you know, it's a one off story. Um, they,
2: um, you know, there's no intention of there being a second issue. Um, sometimes there'll be a series of one shots where, like, you know, we're following different characters, but they should be self sustained stories that you can get in one quick, um, bite.
1: Mm, yeah. Per se, mm, very good, very good. So uh, only, like, to, yeah, to let not be so confusing though to the audience. Marvel Zombies Dead Days, Dead Days specifically the one that we're talking about is a one shot. There are other Marvel Zombies comics
0: out there that um, have are, their own series,
2: the other series and mini series and stuff like
1: that.
0: Yeah. There's even, uh, Zom- Mar- was it Zombies versus Apes? Apes? Yeah, Marvel right. Apes.
1: Well, the Marvel oh, Apes my- one, yeah, and then there's a you know there's crossovers. I think. What ties into this, and we won't get into that a whole lot because that's its own little separate thing. But there is um, the crossover with Dynamite Comics. I think uh, Marvel Zombies versus the Army of Darkness, which is also ties into the, as funny as that sounds, it ties into the to the creation of this universe.
0: Let's let's give some context here. So this this at least from what I read, it begins with a very tragic scene of Spider Man. Well, yeah, we'll dive into it, I guess. Well, we let's not. We don't have to go like, we don't have to go section by section. But I feel like one. We we can just talk about whichever things stood out to you. But one of the biggest things for me was seeing Spider Man eating uh, Mary Jane and uh, and Aunt May. And not me and not the sexy kind of and eating. not the good kind straight up killing them and, and eating them. <laughs> um, I think that, that's a great way to kick it off because it is a very, he is the quintessential Marvel character mm-hmm. and the fact that he's a zombie <laughs> uh, spooky, but yeah. what are some other moments that you
1: liked? Well, that moment is kind of tragic um, because, you know, he kind of, he's on his way over to help them escape you know because he kind of sees the seriousness of the situation and so he's like oh, we need to get out of here and as soon as he walks in the door he starts feeling sick um, and then he lunges at Mary Jane and he doesn't actually they don't show that he kills Aunt May but it's you know pretty much implied you know that he's he, he does that um, because and then I think after a while the panel switches over to Nova going through the, going through the window and Nova which is a character you know, for the MCU fans is, um, you know, you know, the Nova core, but you don't know the Nova character, um, is a guy who's powered by, it's kind of like a Marvel green lantern in a way, um, powered by the, um, <clears throat> by the, uh, by the Zandarian heart or some shit. Like the something that, uh, and Zandar powers Nova and he's a superhero, super powered hero. Basically. Um, he discovers Spider-Man kind of eating and munching on, uh, uh, aunt may and and mary jane and in, in the background you can see the art there's just nothing but intestines and flesh all over the place there's bones um that is a crazy way to start off the the comic because it really hits the ground running and then after that you turn to a splash page of the avengers literally in the middle of chaos every, there's loads of humans like kind of running away in, in horror and they all kind of they're drawn very um you know very creepily they, they're they have some very creepy, um, depictions as zombies. Like, you know, everyone's kind of wide eyes and rotting teeth almost immediately. Um, you know, I think there's Colonel America wasp, Luke Cage is in there, Hawkeye in his, um, classic, uh, six, one, six costume, you know, Hawkeye, the one with the mask with the little horns and shit. Um, that's a pretty crazy moment. But this mo- this book, like what you said are literally vignettes of, of just destruction really. <laughs>
0: And the the zombies here, Andrew. I don't know if you can talk a little bit about the story that happens right before this. But the cause of the zombies is something that happens with Magneto, and they allude to it here. But I know that there's maybe something even clearer in before this or uh, is
1: there? I think I'm trying to remember. I think we might actually come back to this next week on this podcast. But Drew, yeah. what did you say? Like
2: um no i think uh, i mean i think it implies that magneto has something to do with it but um it's very weird because like this specific um zombie outbreak is the outbreak that starts the real outbreak in marvel zombies this is the universe it jumps from into the main marvel universe you know quotes main marvel universe and so um there are thing different things that started each event, I believe. Cause uh the Fantastic Four originally discovered them in their ultimate comic books, and again, they are other world other dimension uh beings, basically. Um, and I think that's this dimension that we we get to see here.
0: There's a lot of... Uh, oh, well, let's talk about these moments. Uh, what, are, what are some other things that kind of stood out to you? I know, I know that half of them, or maybe more than half of them, are zombies already uh, from that incident. But we get some really insane fights. Some of them are just like for a moment. Uh, we even get to see... Uh, uh, who's the Billy Bugle editor? Yeah. Jonah Um, Jameson Jameson. getting a visit from Spider-Man in like a tiny moment. We see uh, Latveria and Dr. Doom refusing to help. I don't know how long that's going to last. Like we get basically moments with almost every character in the Marvel universe, which is insane. And, and and so it does a really good job at showing you how big the
2: world is. And that's why, you know, people people think that, you know, uh, like the uh, Russo Brothers Civil War, they're like, man, that thing was great. But I was like, man, you should have seen it when it was first released on comic books. It's like a sea of heroes going up yeah. against another ocean of heroes. And, um, you know, in the movie Civil War, it's like five people or like 10 people, you know, and yeah. does it doesn't make it look as impressive. But books like this, I think, are the things that open your mind to possibilities because of how well done they are it's really just like separate stories but they're like horror stories and so you know it's the you know uh, oh i'm sick and then the zombies at home like you're killing your family kind of like evil dead ish where like you're forced to, to kill the, the ones you love you know and then yeah, there's you get those, the other one where like, you know, Reed Richards and uh, Tony Stark and stuff like that, where they're barricade and they're trying to come up with a plan to save humanity or, or survival and stuff like that. But, and then you also get the on the run from Nova where like, it's just them trying to put together a group to survive this thing, to get to the real base, you know? So it's, it's really, really awesome on how, um, how hopeless he makes it seem. Cause there's there are a lot, not a lot of scenarios where the Avengers, you know, you exist and it's pretty hopeless, you know?
0: Yeah. It is like a mini civil war, uh, because it's just, you know, the, the, the other half are zombies. And it, 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 I think that's the part that's really, um, Oh, I don't want to say zombie-like to me, but the idea of survival and your numbers dwindle because there's hordes and hordes and hordes and hordes of people. I can imagine, you know, obviously, there's a lot of artwork that show Avengers just eating a ton and killing a ton of humans. Mm -hmm. But the idea that even for the superheroes, there's a smaller number and a smaller number, and there's like a small reprieve in that safe place. And then eventually... Of course, Reed Richards ruins that and it becomes just like the end of civilization. Yeah, Drew. Well,
2: and uh, it's funny that you say that because I think it, there's still that uh, very George Romero zombie trope in here where like the people are worse. So, you like you bump into like, you know, uh, T'Challa, uh, Black Panther and Giant Man trying to get away and then Giant Man instantly turns on him for like because he knows that he's been bit. And he knows that he's, you know, very suspect and he doesn't want to die and stuff like that. So um, he instantly turns the tables on Black Panther and it's like, hey, I'm going to save you for when I do turn and I'm going to eat you. And it's the same thing with Reed Richards where like he just kind of is on the break of insanity because he just lost his kids and stuff like that. But it kind of makes him, you know, lose his family
0: ultimately. Yeah. And the betrayal there and and. I don't know. Like, obviously this is, I don't know how, how long this takes, but it seems like it could be one day of, of intense uh, fleeing and fighting. Um, but yeah, it's kind of insane. What do you think, uh, John, what do you think about the dimension part of this? There's, that's kind of the out for the whole thing. that's, there's, there's like a literal MacGuffin in this where there, there's a tool made to kind of escape this planet because it's, there's just nothing you can do against all these zombies.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's awesome. I think that's very much in the line of a giant Marvel crossover, kind of like this, you know, where everything or a giant Marvel event. I think even like fucking Nova says it out loud. Like, you know, he's like, well, we have, you know, events like this. We all come together at least once a year or something for some sort of event. And I know an interdimensional event is a big one. So um, this one kind of is not yet. I mean, it's hinted at in this story, but this does kind of span multiple dimensions after you get into the actual series of it um i think that's pretty awesome because like you know um in comic books you can do that's usually the kind of the one of the more interesting parts of these superhero comics um is the fact that you can dip into other worlds and see um, what's going on i mean hell this whole story is basically an alternate take on the um the regular marvel universe you know because in the regular marvel universe no one's eating each other really unless you're you know, a, a hero that eats other villains, but they're not eating each other in, in George Romero zombie fashion where, you know, uh, you know, they're basically, yeah. Like where they're basically monsters. Cause you think it hits harder or a, a, a very macabre, like story like this hits harder because you're so used to these heroes, like being the good guy and being like, you know, very cool characters. Like, you know, like Spider-Man, like the Spider-Man part at the beginning, um, you know, it's, there's some crazy, there's almost some sort of crazy, weird humor to that. Like seeing like a guy who saves, like, you know, probably over the course of his entire comic career, you know, probably saved millions of people. <laughs> and then for them to kind of start munching uh, on said people is, is uh, to me, it's a little comedic. And I think there's like a, there's there's some dark humor there, at least maybe for the writers, for Kirkman you know, to write it like that. Um, but that interdimensional, like that MacGuffin that's in there does play a role in the upcoming stories. And, you know, since this is just a part one of a Marvel zombies, Halloween countdown episode, uh, we will probably get more into that, um, as you know, next episode basically. That there's does, some... Yeah. That's pretty important. The,
0: and these zombies, the, the, the zombified heroes are different than other zombies. They're not slow and they're not, uh, like dumb. Uh, They're very, uh, I think it it almost is like, there's just a hunger there that, but they have full cognition. They they're strategic. They're like, Oh, we got to turn some more of us. And, Mm -hmm. or, and I think that's something that's really interesting too, is this is a different kind of zombie. And it may be just because they're, they're super that they're still able to kind of work as a team
2: yeah I think it's really crazy because at one point um, that you know it, it's we referenced that spider-man the opening scene but that's what makes it kind of scary because like um, he's telling aunt May, like please go into the restroom and lock it lock you know lock it shut and stuff like that when the door's not gonna help because it's fucking spider-man <laughs> he's gonna yeah. get through that door and he's gonna eat your ass um, oh <laughs> millennial yeah but um, I also think it's a' uh, it's really cool that you know they try to stop. Where Cap's like, "Hey, we should go to Avengers Mansion and try to figure out like what's going on." Like my hunger, my hunger subsided for a little bit. Oh, but now I need to fix this. To <laughs> what,
1: what?
2: Yeah, yeah, no, 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 that was it.
0: Oh, okay. What Sorry. did you
1: say? Oh, snap! It a zombie breakthrough at your house or something? Or
0: I don't know. I think on my, I think my internet skipped a little bit, but I got all of the audio. It was just, oh, okay. Okay.
2: Gotcha. Forget, yeah. No, forget. I thought you were getting robbed. I was like, oh man, John, we got to go over to his place
0: and <laughs> uh, see, see what's left. Um, no, I, I think that, yeah, I, I think that that's probably what I like the most about this series is they still try to find moments where like, obviously Reed Richards wouldn't get along with Tony Stark because they are competing and that's still here. Uh, or, you know, the Fantastic Four, Sue Storm is always more uh like the morality of the fantastic four and that's still there too yeah but, you know, know all of those all <clears throat> of those characteristics are still there yeah john there's a part where like heck
1: him kind of is weirded out by the fact that like the zombies are eating jarvis like they're eating jarvis um and <clears throat> you know and then they're kind of like he's like so you don't want a piece like of this and he's like i just don't want to give you know i just don't want to the, like the idea of giving up so easily. And I think Hawkeye's like, well, I like, killed like 12 people today. I don't think there's redemption coming for us, even if we did like, you know, fix ourselves. And so like, you know, it's little moments like that, that kind of make you, um, that humanizes them in a way sort of, cause you know, they kind of, they're very aware of what they're doing. They just can't stop because of the, because of the, um, the hunger, which, you know, <clears throat> in later episodes or later, later issues, it's explained that it's kind of like a drug, you know, but you know, we'll mm. get into that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Well, I want to ask y'all how you think this would translate to... I mean, I, I you already talked about the What If? series that's coming out. But let's say that in some world, Marvel Zombies was greenlit as a live action feature. And it may not be out of the realm of possibilities because Walking Dead is about to wrap up. It was like 4,000 season. So there's definitely a market for it, but what would y'all think if Marvel zombies was to be maybe, uh, translated even maybe not even the actors from the MCU that we know and love. Um, but, but just the characters themselves, Spider-Man or, you know, Thor as zombies.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. I guess I'm going first. Um, I actually think it'll be really cool. I think this um this universe has become one of the more popular like alternate you know Marvel dimensions um you know aside from the 616 main continuity.
0: Yeah.
1: Um you know cuz that's only <clears throat> that's only proven by the fact that I think Marvel Zombies every other year still puts out like another issue, right Andrew if I'm not um
2: currently at the time that we're recording this there's another marvel zombie series that just came back it's called marvel zombies resurrection and i think it's on issue number three right now
1: yeah see like the fact that they're still making marvel zombie storylines means that this is probably one of the more popular ones so i have no doubt that we'll see you know the you you guys already mentioned the what if storylines which will probably have you know anytime you see now a zombie in with something marvel related it can technically you know it's it's influenced off of these Marvel zombies, like, you know, kind of, uh, uh, comics. So, um, you know, and then, you know, Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness is coming up. So, you know, what if we get like a fan nod to a zombie verse mm. in that one, which would be really cool. Um, so, you know, I think, um, <clears throat> I think translating or adapting these characters, um, can only, I guess, you know, put a fresh spin on what we, what we've already seen before. It kind of isn't a little ridiculous it's it's a little bit of you know ridiculous and you know that you run the risk of jumping the shark but you know if you keep it very brief and just as an easter egg or like not, not so much fan i guess you yeah, have some fan service if you keep it like that in a way you know especially with you know like a, a multiverse hopping uh plot then i think it'll work kind of well
0: andrew what do you think you think the kids will freak out
2: Um, Yeah. And so I think to be really, really good and on par with the book, you need to be rated R, which I think Marvel and Disney have to be okay with releasing. But I think that you already kind of have one foot in the door with Deadpool. And so I think that you can make it a grindhouse movie with Deadpool versus the Marvel zombies and not explain it at all. Just like drop him out of a dimension, you know, because obviously he messed with Cable in the second one. And so him hopping dimensions, you already kind of expect him to get into some weird stuff. And so Deadpool is already rated R, Deadpool 1 and 2. And so you can have him hacking and slashing the MCU versions of, you know, they don't have to be, I'm saying costume accurate, because you can just basically have stun doubles in costume zombified and make them all look scary. And Deadpool can fight all these. And then that's the way you can kind of transition him into the MCU. Maybe he hops another dimension and then he is in Doctor Strange or he, you know, the, you know uh, Wanda uh, has ripped him out of whatever or, you know, whatever type of creativity you can get there but uh, again I think that there there is still possibility you just kind of have to get the right writers and ideas yeah. to, to help it work
1: and I, I think could... there was um, oh sorry what were you saying oh did I freeze oh sorry no I, I guess my bad so then I guess I'll go on or finish the thought because um, I think there was there was a question that someone asked Feige like you know maybe a fan question on a on a you know on an interview somewhere and I think he expressed interest in like, you know, he's like, well, oh, that's an idea. You know, I mean, that's like, you know, he didn't shoot it down immediately, but I think he expressed interest in one day bringing the Marvel zombies to screen because, you know, like what Drew said, I mean, you can do literally an adaptation of like Deadpool versus the Marvel universe and just make that Marvel universe like zombified, which, you know, will give justification to Deadpool to hack and slash all these heroes.
0: I think there's, I think, John, you brought up a point of it just being like a, maybe a glimpse as as we're traveling through all these different universes of, you know, a a zombie Captain America. I think that's more likely, but also I feel like Marvel's going to be around for a really long time. The comics haven't stopped since they started Mm -hmm. and I feel almost the same way with the movies. So who knows? At some point we may get an offshoot of something that, and people may just be fed up with, you know, the same hero coming back and saving everyone over and over again and are, are, you know, maybe even fed up with anti hero of like a hero who they may not like all the time, but still saves everyone. and may just want full on anti um, and, and, and we may get a Marvel zombies thing, but yeah, I mean, I would, I wouldn't have said, I mean, I guess walking dead is a different thing because it's a little bit more original than, than Marvel zombies, but, uh, They've shown that, you know, comic books about zombies work on a, on a stage. But mm-hmm. we'll have to see how this what if works. This what if may be awesome. And people yeah. may be like, wow, that's so cool to see zombies fighting each other with full superhero powers. Um, yeah. but Yeah. Cool. Any final, any other thoughts on Marvel zombies? I guess just dead days? Yeah.
1: Dead days. Um, I think some final thoughts would be if, if anyone's interested in this comic that we just talked about, um, obviously go read it. And, um, you know, if you haven't already and see if you can track down Marvel Zombies versus the Army of Darkness, which actually ties into this a lot. And because it has a good amount of zombie action and humor since, you know, you're dealing with Ash Williams, the protagonist of the Evil Dead franchise, which um, is pretty cool. Um, Other than that, I mean, just stay tuned to our part two of Marvel Zombies, which we talk the actual Marvel Zombies series and the Ultimate Fantastic Four time.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, what John said. Um, I think that, um, even if, um, reading isn't your thing, I guess you can just listen to the next episode and we'll kind of explain it or dump it down for you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think, um, I think, uh, that you, you know, that moment in an end game, spoiler alert, when Captain America lifts the hammer. Well, when I read that moment the first time before, you know, the movie, it gave me the same type of feeling and, uh, it, you know, I was super excited and, you know, it blew my mind. And so, um, the Correct. comic books do that to you. Mm-hmm. And so I think you should, uh, even if you're not, again, you're kind of, uh, you only do the MCU stuff or stuff like that. I think you should read some of the source material because, um, it has the potential to blow your mind. If you like zombies and you like Marvel, this book is for you. And it sure, it sounds cheesy, but, um, I think it's really, really, I meant the first couple. It's really, really good writing. And uh, <laughs> especially because, again, it is Robert Kirkman. But um, yeah, yeah, you should ch- totally check it out and uh, open your mind. The first yeah, okay.
0: couple.
1: Was that a dig at Machine Man? Oh my gosh. Yeah, so the
0: end-
2: yes, the- Machine Man and Howard the Duck. That was a dig directly at those characters.
0: I, I, You brought up the, the, the hammer scene with Captain America and it's almost like the opposite of that, not in terms of like the epicness, but the ending of Dead Days is insanely, not sad, but it's just, it's crazy. It's just as wild because everyone is a zombie. Yeah, it's and like uh,
1: the world ends, like they didn't save the world, they destroyed it in this case. Yeah, yeah it's about and- as crazy
2: as you can get. I, I really wanted to see your take on it, Emmanuel, because I knew that you were going to be reading this book probably for the first time. And But again, I I think it opens all other avenues of possibility on what a Marvel story could be because it works.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's what's really cool is there is – I mean, I'm sure at some point there will be – I don't know. I mean, I assume there's going to be like actual – big bad villains but they're not really battling anything other than themselves you know and Mm -hmm. and this virus and it 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 almost shows the flaw in heroism that the the at the end of this the altruistic thing for them to do is not save anyone and that is really sad um but also really complicated but yeah all right well hey boy howdy that was our first episode our first we're breaking records. It's our first podcast on a comic book. It's our first Halloween episode. It's our first where we're not really even talking about the MCU at all. Mm -hmm. Um, This is groundbreaking stuff. And it's the first where we're trying to avoid a a presidential debate at the same time of, of of recording a pod. And I think we're the
1: winners here. Totally true. Um, But what do you, what do you all have to plug John? Uh, Nothing actually. I'm like, I always say nothing and then go into actual plugs. Uh, So something, Uh, listen to this podcast, obviously countdown to infinity. Um, I think, uh, there's, um, you know, episodes kind of bi-weekly, if I'm not mistaken. Still, like kind of still going on there's, there's updated episodes with, uh, Sophie and Emmanuel, which are awesome.
0: We still do a news podcast every single Monday. Haven't skipped a week. And these are on Thursday in October. So it is October 6th. Wait, hold on. It is October 8th. Right now,
1: oh, awesome! Well, in that case, we might be able to kind of like you know do more, almost like maybe pick and choose Marvel Zombies after you know we read through the next Marvel Zombies episode. Um, so, uh, listen to Countdown to Infinity. Listen to Countdown to Skywalker. Listen to Revenge of the Sequel, which was also having a Halloween-themed um, uh, month there, which is uh, you know you got some exciting movies. Um, to watch and we had a lot of fun recording them. I've hadn't seen, I think two of those movies there, which is pretty awesome. Um, yeah. And then, you know, stay safe out there. You know, if you don't have to go out, obviously don't cause you know, we're still in a pandemic. Um, wash your hands, wear a mask if you can. Um, if you have to, no, not if you can, if you have to go out, please do those things. Um, and, um, go vote if you, you know, cause this is in October. So like you, they're, polls should still be away or polls obviously- will
0: polls will be straight up open next week.
1: Yeah, that from the, from the time of this airing. Um so yeah, please go vote, do your country a favor.
0: Yeah. Andrew, what do you have to plug?
2: Um I think um everyone needs to be wearing a mask when you go out to vote. I think everyone should be washing their hands excessively and not touching anything. I also think that now that we're into the comic book territory that you may be comfortable enough To go out and visit me at my place of work, which is a comic book shop called Heroes and Fantasies. And so um, if you like the Marvel Zombies, then I could totally hook you up with the newest series or an older series or whatever it is you're looking for uh, safely and social distance uh, wise and all that good stuff.
0: I, I echo what everyone says. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast, even through the year with no Marvel movies or MCU movies. Um, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash Delphin D E L F I N P O D, D E L F I N P O D. You get free stuff there and exclusive episodes of the show. I feel like this might be there early. I don't know. I probably, um, but also It is too late if you're in Texas to register to vote, but if you did register, you can start early voting now, and that's really, really important. We want to make sure that you do that. Uh, But thanks so much for being on, John and Andrew, for the first time in a long time. Back, baby. All right.